Hello and welcome to another episode of The Legal Breakdown. Today I'm going to talk to you about agricultural occupancy conditions. So over the last couple of years, because of where I've been based in the South Hams in Devon in the United Kingdom, there's been a number of properties for sale with agricultural occupancy conditions or clients wanting to remove such conditions off their property. Many of the inquiries I've got is properties with agricultural occupancy conditions, AOCs, have a lower resale value because of such conditions and you have to meet certain criteria to be able to live in the properties. Now, just to clarify, such conditions are variable and also they are difficult to enforce. So if you do buy a property and you haven't got a mortgage, you could take the risk of living in them. And if you don't get found out for 10 years, you could have such conditions possibly removed if it's a planning restriction because you've breached it and or four years, depending on how it is on the property. However, I'm just going to go over the general term of an agricultural occupancy condition and the considerations for the landowners, the agents and developers of rural dwellings and what to consider. So what is an agricultural occupancy condition, AOC, or an agricultural tie? Um, it's used to limit the lawfully lawfully allowed person to occupy such dwelling in the countryside and it normally restricts the person who has to be principally employed or last employed in agriculture in the local area. Existing dwellings can, um, with an agricultural occupancy condition can have a massive impact on the property value which they are attached and such conditions can assist with obtaining planning permission for building new dwellings in the countryside. What we mean by this is if you want to build a dwelling or you're owning a f farmland with no dwelling and you plan to farm such land, this may allow you to get planning permission for a property to be able to tend to the land and animals. And these conditions may allow for such approval in areas where it would be unlikely to get such approval in a standard application. Such conditions do have options of removal and over the last couple of years, the main case law has focused on the removal of such conditions based on having the property on the market for at least a year and proving such evidence that people that would meet the criteria to own the property can either not afford the property because the value is high, even with the 25 to 30% discount that an agricultural tie puts on the property value and evidence of who has approached to purchase the property. With such evidence and a report from Rick Surveyors, over that 12-month period on the market, it will allow you to go to the local authority to show them that this condition is unviable on such property and to have it removed. Obviously, such removal will then also increase the house value and allow you to sell the property for more. But this is quite a strict and stringent test and you need all your ducks in a row to be able to achieve such outcome. Agricultural property conditions also go to the dependent in the property. So in the case of short versus sector of state for communities and local government, they found that the dependent was not just related to financial dependency but a broader interpretation. In the case, the family lived in a house subject to an AOC. The wife was the agricultural worker who ran the farm. 
but this was operating at a loss. The husband worked elsewhere and the family was dependent on his income. The court held that the husband was dependent on his wife and found the definition of dependent was widened to include a husband or wife who was not financially dependent on the other. And so the husband was held to be dependent on his wife for the purposes of the condition. This decision has very serious implications for anyone to rely on non-compliance with the condition as for grounds of a removal of the condition. It will not be enough to show that an agricultural occupancy has been given over to hobby or small-scale agriculture and the principle is also capable of wider implications. So even though such application is showing that even if a business is losing money, if you still meet the condition and you want to have it removed, you won't be able to. Then what I mentioned earlier is the market testing. So in April 2019, a planning inspectorate emphasised that the evidence of a robust marketing exercise is essential when applying to remove a condition. This relates to an application to remove a condition at Sutton Springs Trout Fishery Grounds. What this case showed is that the fishing grounds had been marketed sufficiently, consistently, publicly, including various publications, online mail campaigns. And because of this, the condition was successfully removed. The decision is illustrated of what level of marketing is acceptable and adds to the tips provided by the Upper Tribunal in the case of Rasbrish RE CEFN BET INGAU Farm in 2012. The Tribunal found the applicant market testing exercise was not sufficiently rigorous and suggested that the applicant should have offered to rent the property in order to establish if there was a rental value to the land, advertised the property in specialist farming press and made adjustments to reflect general market movements. Now, such market testing does not only go for the condition of agricultural occupancy. This also goes for community assets and commercial buildings that could have a community asset restriction placed on them while marketing. So, for instance, if you've got a community asset or a community asset such as a pub or a care home and the community would like to possibly take it over, they can put it in the community register and stop you from selling it for six months until they find the financing. This can be done multiple times, not just once, but it has to be a six-month gap between them. So if you don't sell it in that six-month period for the use that it's intended for or get the change of use or the buyer takes it on, then they can put it in the register once again. So again, to the market test does not just go for agricultural occupancy conditions. It can also go for any of those certain industry type properties to be able to remove such restriction and maybe convert them into residential, other commercial uses, subject to planning permission. So it's important that you do these tests in the right way. On top of the Sutton Springs decision, the high-value property also indicated in deciding to, whether to remove an agricultural condition, significant weight should be placed on the fact that eligible rural workers were not able to afford the property, that the property was even marketed at a significant di discount without success, as I mentioned earlier. Though each case will depend on specific facts, it does suggest that the AOC is on the expensiveness of the property, and if it is large or in a specific location, it also stands a better chance for it to be removed. In 2016, these procedural guidances have been updated. 
and it includes details of additional information that the inspectorate is likely to require for such appeals, for example, the evidence of demand or lack of demand for agricultural dwellings in the area, asking prices or rent of vacant agricultural dwellings in the same neighbourhood and details of the history of the site. Should you have any questions on this, please do feel free to get in contact with me at Alliance Legal. It's Josh, Joshua at alliancelegal.uk or give me a call on 01548 434009. If you're interested in buying any of these properties, please understand that you need to meet the criteria before purchasing them unless you want to take a risk and you're a cash buyer to do this. But that is quite a big risk to take. So please understand what you're taking on. And if you require any more help, obviously get in contact with me and I can talk the points through with you. Thank you.